0: I wanna be a billionaire I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week I wanna be a billionaire I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billy every week I wanna be a billionaire Billionaire, billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. billionaire Ladies and gentlemen how you doing welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires the podcast I am your host Johnny Vegas Now today ladies and gentlemen you are in for a treat I got the actress known as Bianca Bethune in the building. How you doing? I'm Don't so leave, me hanging, leave me hanging. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming, man. I know we were just talking about how we met, you know, through my boy 10K, you know, shout out to 10, you know, we see you out there doing your thing. Hey. And uh, yeah man, you know, it's funny uh you you got the movie coming out and I saw you on the trailer again. I'm not even gonna mention the movie, yeah we'll save that for the end. But uh, yeah, I saw you. I was like, oh, look at Shotty doing a thing. And yes. then I actually watched part two, mm-hmm. you know, when he came to the door with Reggie and mm-hmm. all that. And I was like, wow, yeah, you were even younger back then. Maybe. You had the braids and all that. Yeah. Wow, how old were you back um,
1: then? I shot it. I was 11. And then. You were 11? Yeah, I was playing a 15 year old, I think. But I was very tall early in age, so it worked. And then it came out in 03. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, just right. in the, in between
0: time. That's what it that is, is, man. But well, before we even get to all that and to do the spoiler, you know, <laughs> we ain't going even let them know yet. Um, this show is about getting insider information for those looking to be in your position. So mm-hmm. you as a you know up and coming actress doing your thing, getting these roles, you know. I I kind of wanna shed light on your on the grind, mm-hmm. you know, and the work that you're putting into get to the success that you want to achieve and your plans to maintain. But I want to start from the beginning. Where are you from? I'm from New Jersey, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. what part of Jersey? It's a small
1: town called Keyport. Oh, Um, yeah? Well,
0: I lived in a small town called Patterson.
1: Okay, yes, I know Mm of that. But I came out here when I was 15, so any driving in any other areas of New Jersey, I don't know. Ah, I see, I see, I see. As soon as I say Keyport, if you don't know it, then... Conversation's over. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't know people
0: I knew mean, like Passade, Newark, okay. Patterson, of course, and uh lizard You know the hoods. Yes. Have <laughs> you ever heard of Red Bay? No. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> okay, <it's> fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right.
1: That's it. But yeah, I came out here. I was um, doing more performance like halftime for the Knicks and the Nets. Um, whoa whoa whoa, do yeah. wait, 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 like do. dance, like oh, yeah. oh, oh, not, okay. the sh- not the, the Cheerleader? cheerleaders but like the real excuse me just the dancers the kid version of the cheerleaders okay how old were
0: um, you at this time
1: i would say probably like nine, Oh, okay ten years old i was doing that so the performance bug came from that okay um and then i did like modeling and i had then an agent and my first movie audition was that movie so
0: Wow! Yeah, we gotta just put it out there. Yeah. It was Bad Boy. Yes, Bad you Boys played Martin Lawrence's daughter. I did. That was your first audition. First
1: movie audition ever. And you got it. Got it. And Now, granted, it wasn't like a one-stop audition type thing. I definitely went through a few auditions. Matter of fact, it was something similar like this, where the director um, was via camera screen from wherever location he was. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm like eleven years old, going through these interviews in a sense to book this job and then my mom told me that I booked it and I was like who booked it? Me? Ah. Okay, okay. And it just yeah, definitely changed my life made me sag, and um, I think the main thing I'm excited about is that it just shows what persistent really persistence really can do for you. Right. I mean that movie came out in 03 mm-hmm. and now it's going into 2020. Yeah. That's a huge gap. Right. So it's like for me, I knew what was written for me, and it was either I'm gonna take the responsibility of what it takes to get to the next levels, uh-huh. um, or just let that be a moment in time. So we can't let that can't happen. Cannot let that yeah, happen. Yeah. You
0: know? So now, so now I'm glad you brought that up. The gap in between. So tell me, what has been your plan or your your you know your your journey mm-hmm. from that time to now that Bad Boys Three is about to drop? How have you ma- been maintaining your career? Has it just been like like t- tell me about the grind? Well, um
1: first the main thing was growing up. I like I said, the movie Oh came yeah out. my you was like a nine. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm talking about fifteen to twenty one was just the growth of being an adult. So not only was I doing that, but then I was doing it in Los Angeles. So it's like, Wow, look at all this, how I would like right. And you came out your family. My my and I, I, did. Okay, yeah, my okay. mom and I came out here. My father he lives in South Carolina, he's like a hunter, supported oh. from a distance type okay. thing. Like oh, he, so just, then, he it, likes it, his Life like they're not together. No, they oh. divorced when I was 11. Um, that he just likes the country life. Bye, don't do that. It's so all it's all good. Yeah, yeah, still close. Though. Yeah, we're cool. I'll definitely go visit. Snake boots on and a hat and call it day. You like hunting? And I like being outdoors. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so let's I, have I have, yes, hunted, fish, saw. Pigs being you shot prepared. A deer before? I have not, but I've definitely seen my father mid-conversation with me in the car pull over, get his shotgun out the back of the car, shoot the deer, and put it in the trunk, and continue
0: the conversation like it was nothing. Which, which, uh, how did you partake in the hunting experience?
1: Um, I wore all my camo. I took lots of pictures for Instagram, <laughs> and then I sat in a little treehouse that they made in the backyard. Mm. binoculars I did the little like they have this specific whistle, whistle? yep so I was there I was baiting the,
0: the oh you dude. was baiting them and when they came out he was shooting them. Oh, yeah oh have you ever shot a gun before I have um, when they
1: had uh, the little shells that they use the machine that flies up in the air uh-huh. and then you have to shoot it oh okay. I got like a huge bruise on my arm so ah, it's, like, yeah. a, a Cause again, you gotta hold the shotgun right there yeah. ah.
0: right. so you shot it once I was like uh-uh yeah, I'm done. Did I'm you see it. that?
1: Did you see
0: that kickback? That <laughs> yeah. was aggressive. Gotcha. <laughs> um, what like about a,
1: handguns? Handguns, shooting ranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more so for acting purposes. I like to do a little bit of everything, just so I can say I've done it. I see. So like sports. Add it to and, the resume. Yeah, add it to the resume. I did a show called Rosewood um, with Morris Chestnut. I th- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's, for, it's on Hulu right now. Yeah, yeah I won two seasons, I believe, ah. um, and I played a an agent. Um, that died and they're trying to figure out the process of how that happened whatever but the point of my audition was to see if I could handle a gun and do all that so I because of my training and classes I've done I said oh okay I can do this and it just becomes second nature
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's a good tip for you actors out there take classes so you can just have that essence and then when you book it then you go practice for sure but at least in the meantime they can see a, a little bit of something in you um, so you're not lying about it. Yes, just, yeah, some versatility Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: don't have to have your gun license to not no, use your gun. But it helps.
1: Just hold it.
0: Right. Hold it properly. Mm-hmm. Like we don't. We don't. We don't do
1: this. And, yeah. Don't, know, don't do this. Please, nah, nah. Nah. It's, not, it's not real. Um, but yeah. So we moved out here, like I said, um, in 06, and it was just my mother and I. Um, at the time, the agent that booked me for Bad Boys moved out here, so it was a little bit of an easy transition, okay. um, in a sense, and she helped me book. Criminal Minds, Everybody Hates Chris. I did a couple of Disney shows, and then it kind of fell out. It just, she didn't want to rep actors anymore. She wanted to veer off to music. So my mom and I were kind of just. So she scared, quit? Yeah. Wow. Oh, on man. us. And we just were lost in this Los Angeles life. Um, so now at
0: that point, you know what? Yeah. Uh, you. I know you and your mom had to make a decision like, yo, either we're going to keep going or we're going to have to probably book your job.
1: Exactly. uh, Or go back home. Which is always the case with a lot of people. They come out here for three, four months thinking that they're going to book this next big thing and they'll live happily ever after. And that's not the case. That's when you
0: know they're not experienced. Some people be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a month. Right.
1: Where? Give it a month where? now... A month could be in a planned scenario where you're saying, okay, I'm going to come here to meet agents. I'm going to come here to meet casting directors. So if you're specifically coming out here to sow the seeds and then come back later on, by all means, do so. But if you're coming out here hoping to book a job and then, like I said, living happily ever after, no, it's that's not, not it. it. It's not it. That's...
0: Not it, right? Right, right. <laughs> now, I guess because I guess people get it confused. Like, I was just had this conversation with my boy yesterday. Like, coming to LA was a strictly business decision. This ain't no place, I mean, you could retire, but yeah. you have to be super wealthy for you sure know?
1: to live right. Yeah, you know
0: mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you come out, like, this is a business decision, and this is a long term commitment, yes. you know, so you got to be out here ready to put in that work, you know, it could take five, 10, sometimes even 20 years, you know, but you got to be ready to commit to that. Yes. You know, for your dream. The
1: main thing is knowing what your purpose is. Um, I think that's the first question to figure out what your purpose in life is. What's your calling? Because as much as I'm going for auditions, there's tons where people say no. Mm. So what keeps me going? What keeps me? What's my why to do this? Um, And if you're just trying to be famous or you're trying to just make the money or, you know, get the perks of whatever, then every time you are faced with an obstacle, it'll push you seven steps back instead of just making you stronger. Every time you have an obstacle, that should just make you stronger. There's another layer on top of this building that you're creating. But if you see, oh, there's a chip, you're so focused on that chip instead of saying, okay, that was a lesson learned. Let me move forward. You focus on that one thing. Everything else is just passing you. So I think when you focus on what the overall goal is, is, no matter what you're faced with, you're still focusing on that.
0: Well said. Yeah. What's your uh, Mm. why?
1: My why is my mother and and security for her. I want to um, use my platform to help other young um, actors and performers to succeed my mother was able to provide me with every experience that i wanted as a child if i wanted to horseback ride i was horseback riding if i wanted to you know do a math team or something she would help me with that anything i wanted to do i was able to do it 150 percent with all access to it Mm. so for me i want to provide that again to the next generation so that they can have the experiences that I had because now I have so much confidence that anything is possible that I can do anything. But if you're just trying to get to school or you know have food on your on your table or you know have the actual resources to do this dream that you have, you can go so much further. Right. When you have it. So I think my why would be to be able to succeed in a way to help the next generation as much as my mother has done for me. So
0: Wow. Yeah. Well that's that's interesting. Um that's that's cool as hell, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, my why is uh to definitely, you know, build a solid foundation for my family and a platform to help the next generation propel yes. you know, and um inspire those who uh don't have the motivation and feel like dreams are far fetched, you yes. know. Coming from where I'm from, you know, it's like people feel like they're just victim to their circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's bills, kids or just you know, not being able to cover the rent or barely cover the rent, but you're living in a project, and mm-hmm. it's like you don't see past that, and it's like I didn't see so much. Like it's possible. You just gotta believe, and you gotta be willing to commit to that that marathon. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And it's just like you know, some people got it, some people don't. But I just want to show you that it's possible for sure. And it's also who you surround
1: yourself with too, um, because you can be in those circumstances, but if you have the right people that are like minded of the possibility of something better. They'll be able to fuel you every time you want to doubt yourself or question the movement that, you're, that you want to make. Um, if you have people that are doubting you or doubting themselves, then you can't talk to them about your dreams or what you want to do because they'll question it. And then when they question, then you start questioning. It. And now, again, we're still in this energy of wasting and saying why to this instead of saying how.
0: That's a, I, I get that in a sense, you know, but constructive criticism is good. You know for sure. doubters and haters, yeah, I understand, you know, they come straight negativity, they probably feel it's not possible for them, so yes. it's not possible for anyone. That's
1: what
0: I'm speaking about. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, because yes. some people it's not I know it's not what you say it's how you say it, but they can be supporters but still question it as constructive criticism but may deliver it and we may take it as hate as creative because yeah. sometimes we're so sensitive with our craft. So, but it's always good to really take a bird's eye view of the situation, mm-hmm. really analyze that question or that concern, Yes, you know, and use it as constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. So knowing the that. difference.
1: Yes. Knowing the difference. And who it's coming from. I, I, right. I guess that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. For someone who's just living the normal life and thinking that, oh, you want to go move to LA? Oh, you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. yeah. That's what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. When it comes off like that, yeah, ain't no question. That's yeah. What, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Yeah. it. You're doubting it.
1: Thanks. um i'll keep my comments to myself yeah. <laughs> you still got my number Lose it. right <laughs> exactly. exactly
0: exactly who's some of your favorite actors um or ha- actresses
1: actresses actors um i always say um uh let's see idris elba's always like my first when it comes to a male lead really man. yeah i mean he's so before versatile. denzel for me this my I got that. For you. For Super you. Power. He's a, you know, he does superpowers. He has his little secret agent side. You seen him in
0: Hobbs and Shaw? I have. He killed it. Yeah.
1: So that's what I'm saying. It's just such a range. I yeah. always say like Zoe Saldana. I say um, Gina Davis. Zoe Dominicana. Yeah. I say, yeah. Yeah. Um, I say um, Sandra Bullock. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it could be literally anybody. I'm Viola Davis. I just, anyone that has a range of characters that's, who I'm focused on, that's what I focus on because that's what I want to do. My looks are different every day. My mannerisms are different based off the circumstances or the people that I'm surrounded with. Mm-hmm. That I think that's fun because then you're taking yourself out of like the judgment of the character and just being solely into that person. Yeah. Um, you like that. exactly, mm-hmm. and I like actors that do that. You won't be able to tell, like I said, with yourself, but you wouldn't even know he has an accent.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Like when I first yeah, came into the scene, <laughs> he wasn't speaking British. He was speaking mm-hmm. English exactly. uh, an English accent and uh I didn't know he was he had that London accent mm-hmm. until, you know, yeah. started rapping or something. Exactly. Merle Street, same mm-hmm. thing. Just she strips
1: down and goes straight to the source of what that stories that story is telling and the character is going through mm. and you can relate in some way and that's what I love. So, yeah, those are mine. Favorite actors. Anybody that can make you feel something without judging it, I think that's
0: that's That's acting. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you can play anybody, like in a biopic, Mm -hmm. who would you want to play?
1: Hmm. Probably Taraji. Taraji P. Henson. Because she's been through it Mm -hmm. and I like her mentality of being a and it, she achieves everything. Um, when she went to war, she always speaks about how she started. And she had her son with a couple hundred dollars with her. Mm. She sleeping on people's couches and doing whatever. She's had a story. Um, just any woman I feel like that has overcome serious obstacles and has won, regardless. I would love to play that. I was on a show uh, called Switch at Birth on Freeform, mm. and I was playing a high school student going into college. My school was closed down because of funding, and we were then forced to all come together into this one school that was actually uh, predominantly deaf students. So I had this crazy chip on my shoulder, very just aggressive and angry. Mm. My mother had... Um, Personality disorder, so Mm. she would come to my school, blast it on me because I didn't make the bed, just all types of crazy things. Wow. Um, And each episode, we were going through racial things, financial things, sports, education. That was an interesting show. Yeah, and we come full circle at the end of the season. Mm. I have a job, my mom is doing well, I have a great friend, I'm focused on school. So it's just like that arc that, that I was able to experience that just warms my heart. Not only for the character, but for myself, because then people will come up to me um, and say, yes, they liked my character, but it also helped them mm. in something they
0: were going through.
1: And that's, that's important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really. That's, that's deep. What's the mm. name of that show again? Switched at Birth. And then, and that's, it just came out? Nope, it's um,
1: been out. It actually got canceled in 2017, I think it is. So I believe it's still on Netflix. Ah. Uh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that show got chances since it has such a strong message?
1: How I say the same thing. Net, the network changed to
0: freeform. So when it
1: did, we had one more season. You no, know, and that was it. Mm. You never know. It, it's probably so past the storyline. It could be such a business thing yeah. that we don't even know about. So I'm grateful for what it was. I was on it for three seasons. I made a great friend um, out of it that I can call my friend even now till this day. And um, yeah, it just show me what I was capable of. I was playing basketball, field hockey, doing sign language, singing, everything. Mm. And it showed me that as long as you stay dedicated and committed to something, you can do it. It's right. believable. So absolutely, kind of patting myself on the back. Well, right now <laughs> you know, as you should. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the five-year plan for you?
1: Five-year plan. I always talk about financial freedom. I feel like that goes across the board with being knowledgeable about financing mm-hmm. or finances, I should say. Um, And So that then I can be able to use my platform to do what I was saying with having some type of center for for children, Um, being able to help my mother. She's battling cancer right now and I want to be able to. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's a thing where I'm grateful that I'm in the place that I am now because I can handle it with such strength. Um, and not be afraid to speak about it because no one will know. I carry mm. myself in a way where things are great because they are actually. We're another day in. Yeah, got together you know? every day. Like other yes, together. we live okay. together. That's good. Um, So I'm in a point where I'm so, I'm so grateful for every day now because of this experience um, that now I'm focused on being able to look further on in my life and say, okay, well, how can I help? Someone else, exactly what I just said, but um, in a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Have some type of foundation, some type of charity event where I can have that every year. Like, Rihanna has her gala event Mm -hmm. to raise um, money for uh, the things that she cares about. Same thing. Um, And, you know, I want to have a production company. I have some ideas for some children's stories. Uh, for like Disney or Netflix and have like books but teaching children about their emotions and being able to um, you would think I have like 18 kids the way yeah, I talk but it's all good. no kids just, I just love their hearts they're so sweet and innocent and we have to teach them all the things that we learn learned to do and not to do so they can be better than us and I know that it's possible just off the little conversations that I do have with my nieces and nephews mm. um they they have unimaginable dreams and thoughts and ideas that if we fuel them, who knows where they would be. Yeah, so sky's the, limit. sky's the limit. So if I could have in these five years a strong platform to be able to speak to someone else that has a higher resource than I do to make this center possible, especially in the Los Angeles area as well as other states and countries where i was hey wherever we can make it i would love that that focuses on finances and um,
0: performance mm. mm-hmm. gotcha yeah. okay well that's what's up man i hope that all works out for Thank you. you sounds that like you got a lot of plans a lot of goals i yes. mean definitely entrepreneurial at heart Absolutely. You know, so keep that going um you know so tell me i i know you're aware of like you know like the dark sides of hollywood and all mm-hmm. that you know so as a woman you know do you uh Are you fearful of any, like, things that may take place, you know, like, with the whole, you know, with the Me Too movement, Stand For, you got these guys, predators coming up onto young, you know, beautiful females, you know, are you fearful or prepared for situations like that? I am. I feel like having your tribe, your
1: circle of people surrounding you will keep you grounded to know exactly who you are and stand for. Um, I personally haven't dealt with anything like that, but... It could also be because of the way I present myself. Not saying that any woman that has been in those situations did not, but I come strong with that from the beginning that I'm about my business and only that. Mm. Um, So to prevent myself from going to different environments or being invited to certain things and not going to them to invite that idea. Um, I think that if we just pay attention to how we present ourselves and where we Bring ourselves to certain parties or staying a little too long to at uh, certain events um, could keep that barrier between the two. Because if I hang out with you and then I'm still hanging out with you and the party's over and I'm still hanging out with you, you gonna expect something. That's it. That's cool. I, I'm on both ends with it. I feel like just respect each other and no means that no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's a fact. You know, that's a fact. I don't know because some people are super i have friends that are super friendly but in their mind they're just being friendly but to a man they think it's flirting they yeah. think that they're interested and it's not the case right so it's how do we find that happy medium to be polite but also not seem like we're available right you know that's like a man um giving me a compliment or trying to talk to me while i'm mid you know stride I politely say thank you and smile but then I keep walking I don't no. turn around and flip my hair yeah, and then yeah, do yeah, a whole yeah. thing because then that's inviting. The invitation yes that's, that's mannerisms I don't know if that's something body that, language, body language mm-hmm. that's inviting right to anyone so, so yeah
0: you know, just be careful now that's a fact that's mm-hmm. a fact you know I know and I, and i mean more so they like people like dangling opportunities in front of right. you to try to you know what I mean hey I don't, I don't think anything
1: worth having is comes easy. So, I worked my way to exactly where I am. I Nothing was given to me. So, if you think that that one job that that person gives you is going to open all the doors,
0: probably not. Think again. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And shoot, you might film it and then you get cut.
0: Yeah. So now what? You just did all that for.
1: Nothing for some set times to be on set. Go go take an acting class. They got cameras and lights and all this stuff in here. You can practice your scenes so you can feel Mm -hmm. something. You can do student films or whatever the case may be to get to your to that point. But using someone to get somewhere.
0: Good luck. Nah, (laughs) it's not worth it. So how do you practice your scenes? Like, what's your
1: process
0: when it comes to remembering your lines and? embody.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's definitely important to prepare. My God, like the one thing I, I know of from working with, uh, I, a, a casting director, mm-hmm. um, I was an assistant, so I was seeing it from behind the scenes and being prepared, um, being off book, which means memorizing your lines is very important. Getting coached. Um, but I break down the scene, um, from these two acting coaches that I used to go to. They have books that are almost like textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a chubbick, um, Power of the actor, I believe it's called, and then Susan Batson has a book as well. And each of them literally break down scripts, how you're supposed to give objectives as to like what what do you want over the course of the scene, um, substitution. So if I'm reading with you and you're my brother, though I might not have a brother, who can I substitute for that person that gives that same like substance? Mm. Um, f- figuring out where you're where you are your moment before, which is Where you came from to get you to this point there's a lot of things that you can ask yourself from these books that you can write out whether you read the script or not but you can make it up so that you feel very grounded in the scene because you go for an audition there's three or four people in the room there could be construction next door somebody could you know call on the phone there's so many distractions that if you're not grounded and prepared it can throw you off right
0: Um,
1: so i definitely suggest uh, getting those two books because it'll enable you to open your your mind up. Besides just looking at the lines and what's given, you mm. can create this backstory and really create this history of this person. So that when you walk in, you're sitting in the lobby, you're carrying yourself as such. If they need to be sitting up and proper dressed apart, mm. if your hair is a certain way and that's not the character, fix it. Mm. <laughs> Do your hair as you're supposed to. Tons of times Where I'm playing An athlete I always braid my hair A certain way I wear a certain outfit Because that gives me The mannerisms To sit a certain way To carry myself A certain way So as soon as you Walk in the room They know You got it Right And even if You don't book it I always say Just do your best Because that means That you're sown a seed For them to know Who you are For the next time Mm -hmm. You know the, The casting director Can say They like you But the director Doesn't feel that You guys match Because of skin complexion or you're not available during the days whatever the case may be but at least if you say okay I dropped the mic and I did my best then they'll remember you for something else Mm -hmm. so just be present be available and listen don't think of the lines and just read them off or say them real quick because you want to get it done take take a moment breathe as much as we're talking right now I have to think of the thoughts that I want to say. I right. don't just say, "Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are what you say what? Hey, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, it's it's fun. It's almost like homework in a way. It's so funny. I feel like um, it's the first day of school and you're getting your supplies and everything. I got my highlighter and my pen and my little notebook and it just makes you prepared because you don't know what could happen. There's tons of distractions that can happen in a, in a room. Or the worst is when the reader reads real dry and they're oh, like, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, it's like, so you're supposed to be crying right now. right? Where am I? But if you're coach and you're prepared, go ahead. Skip a line if you want to. Don't read it at all if you mm-hmm. want to. I'll do a monologue, I don't right. care, you know? Yeah. It's that type of thing. And have control in the room you going in for an audition your picture when you're submitted is as small as your thumbnail so you're having tons of people submitting from different agencies self-submitting and they're that small so you coming into the audition is already half the battle they Mm -hmm. want to see you so if you carry yourself in a way where you're already winning then you won't be so eager and like thirsty when you're in the audition. Like, hi, minutes, you know, minutes, yeah, I'm It's yeah, so yeah, great yeah. to be here. It's like, no, like nice to meet you. Yeah. Oh my god, like the lobby, you got the nice flowers back or whatever. Yeah. Compliment them on their top or something. Create some type of
0: relationship. Wow, yeah, yeah
1: vibe to say, You're a normal person as well. No problem.
0: Right.
1: You ready? Okay, let's do the scene.
0: That's suck. And that's it. Mm, okay. You're winning
1: all the time.
0: Have you ever like uh <laughs> In your, in your opinion, have you ever, like, um, kind of uh, dropped the balls, in a sense, in the audition room?
1: Yes, for sure, and not being prepared.
0: What was, the, what was the worst, in your opinion?
1: Um, having already known, I don't know the words, the lines specifically, yeah. or to the T. Now, if I know the storyline, I can finesse it, but I wasn't prepared enough to continue the story. So I didn't even have the sides in my hand. I had them on the floor, which I normally do when I prepare. Mm -hmm. I just keep them on the floor. Really so that that cast directors can see all the writing and stuff on it. But I did it as I normally do. And I knew I didn't have it. And I sat there and I... Trying to find it. Trying to stay in the moment. Right. You know what? I'm so sorry. Can we just take this back because... And then I got the paper and I kept it in my hand. It's over. I'm not getting called.
0: Yeah, that was it. Once you say, I'm sorry, I
1: cannot. No, no, you can't. I will suggest if you're in those moments because, hey, you can get a call right now and you have to go for an audition or you have the audition tomorrow, but you have work tonight. Mm -hmm. I understand. So do what I said of breaking the script down as much as you can. And if you don't know it, keep it in your hand the pages, but just stay present. Don't read it off the page just be able to see the first line Mm -hmm. and then it trigger the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Don't drop it on the floor like I did knowing you don't know the words, okay? A mess. They can see it. And then apologizing or being late you should yeah. be fifteen minutes. And burning. don't ever ask
0: them, "How do you want me to say it?"
1: What? Don't ever
0: do that. <laughs> if you
1: don't know how to slate, like basic things that involve an audition process, take an audition class so that you know what you look like on camera. You know what certain shirts look good on you, or, or colors, I should say, mm-hmm. um, because that's important. If you carry yourself confidently and very professional. They respect that right. and and they get excited about that because if that's how you are at the audition, that means that's going to be how you are on set. Mm-hmm. So if you're late, if you're making excuses saying you're in traffic, say you're in traffic one more time.
0: Yeah, okay. say you're in traffic one more time. I want you to. <laughs> this is LA. LA,
1: <laughs> Even today, it took me 45 minutes to get over here. Ah. So what you want me to do? Leave later so that then I'm late to then say that there was traffic that I already knew was going to be here? Yeah, yeah, No, no excuses. Just treat it like anything else.
0: Treat it like you want it. Right. So let me ask you now, uh, on another note, why were you unprepared for that specific opportunity? Hmm. Because well, it was an opportunity. It was an you know?
1: opportunity. I don't. I can't say specifically. Clearly, I just didn't want it enough. Ah. How about that? I'll okay. give it as the overview of that that's good that you yeah.
0: actually admit that a lot of people won't I, yeah. I didn't want it bad enough oh. yeah
1: I probably just didn't want it bad enough or I thought I could wing it because it wasn't the. especially when the characters are close to me my personality then I don't feel like I need to do the work yeah and then that shows mm. it's almost when the characters are further away from me that I do more of the work to bring them closer but as soon as they're in my realm like two pages oh no problem I got it yeah I don't even know where I am I don't know what I'm looking at you know you have to create a a, a, they call it the fourth wall so when I'm reading with the reader I'm looking around here and this has to be my environment Mm -hmm. if I don't know where I am and I'm just in the audition room I'm gonna be in the audition room I'll see that light I'll see that something in I look this way, or I hear that construction sound, or whatever. I pay attention to it. No, zone out, focus exactly on that. Because right now we're talking, three or four people
0: probably walk by, mm-hmm. and I'm right here. It's insane. And That's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you have to. You have to want it. Right. Yeah, I think. I think that's probably why. I
0: was like, I respect. Right I respect it. that. I and respect I bet that. Bet you
1: ain't book it. Yeah. <laughs> call <comment> back nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: no way. Yeah. All
0: right. So. When you got the call that was going to make Bad Boys 3,
1: yeah. how excited was it? It was a level of excitement I can't even describe because so much time had gone by. And on top of that, three or four years, they kept saying the movie was going to come out. Okay. Oh, 2018, 2017, 2016, movies going to come out. New director, this, new script. I felt like a bird on like their perch just waiting to attack because I didn't know when it was go time. Yeah. It was when Will, Martin, and the two directors, um, Bilal and Adil, both of them, or all four of them, I should say, were in a video on Will's Instagram. And they were like, that Boys for life. It's official. I was like, okay. Yes. It's no <laughs> go time. Let me go. And I was on it. I told my ex, okay, it's time, it's time time." (laughs) because that's all I needed. No, Will's never said for sure, it's always been some type of article saying, Yeah, yeah. so when Will said it, I said, (laughs) Um, Oh, we about to blow up. No big deal, no, for real, that's exactly what I thought because that was part of it. Bad Boys 2, if you ask anyone about bad boys, the top scene that they speak about is the dating scene with the boy. No one has replicated that again. Oh my God. No so one, many memes yeah, with that? Yeah. It's a forever cult classic. Yeah. So I knew the family was going to be in it somehow, some way. I didn't know in what aspect, but I'm older, time has gone by, I am here and I am ready. Right. So what I did was I posted a picture on Instagram of three pictures um, side by side. Mm-hmm. So I did two pictures of me currently at red carpets. Mm-hmm. And then I did the picture of me when I was 13 at the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And I put on the comment, it's time, y'all tag the directors and let them know I'm ready. And yeah. all, I just got like hundreds of comments nice. tagging them. I followed them both on Instagram, sent them messages. They both followed me back in 24 hours and sent me a response and said, thank you so much. We'll send you an info to the casting and two weeks later I had my first fitting no meetings no setup Ooh. no nothing straight like that that's what's but up but that just shows outside of the job it shows what persistence and being consistent will get you because I could have been you know off somewhere in Timbuktu talking about oh let me get to Los Angeles so I can whatever no I was very ready and solid and saying Yep. Yeah.
0: Whenever you would like to see me, I am Ray.
1: You know? Um,
0: and it was great. Just in case you if you didn't know. Just
1: in case. Yeah. Because I mean, granted, I'm not a serious regular yet. I wasn't on billboards. You didn't know me like that. Mm -hmm. So I had to make myself known. Right. And I felt like that was a creative way to do so to show them here I was and here I am. You know? And it works. First fitting was the day before Christmas Eve. And we started shooting in January and I was gone in Atlanta and Miami for like three months Mm. back and forth Doing my thing. It felt like a family reunion when you haven't seen like your grandfather or or, Family members in a long time, but you didn't miss a beat, but you know time has gone by. It was like that
0: What was it like, you know working with Will and
1: Martin on set? It was beautiful I mean, like I said, it definitely felt like I didn't Miss anything. I felt like I was supposed to be there. I felt it was the right time. We were laughing and joking. Obviously, they were like in awe of what I look like now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was so great. I, I could have such great conversation with them and tell them what I've been doing. Will was the first person that told me of acting coach to go to when I was in Bad Boys Too. Mm. So for me to come back full circle and let him know what I've been doing, it was definitely like, oh, okay
0: all right you've been doing your thing that's why you're here
1: it was that type of thing of of an assurance yeah um and even to this day i i have people that i can speak to you know obviously connected with them that will constantly make sure i'm on the right path and still guided and moving forward because this is just First of many, absolutely, and I'm well aware of that. And I want to take full responsibility of whatever I need to do to keep that ball and momentum going,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to see it, man. It comes out in January, yes, right?
1: January 17th, 2020. Ooh. Go to see it, please. You know, January, the world's like, gonna go see it yeah. when they you see a girl it. with curly hair like this, specifically this color. It's me, <laughs> 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 it is me. Look at that trailer again, it is me, and I'm just thrilled that. I'm able to just shine my light. I've come such a far, far, far way, and to be able to be uh, platformed in this way, it's just, it warms my heart. and shows that what I'm
0: doing, I'm supposed to be doing. So, right. That's you. what's up, man. Well, I'm happy for you, man. Thank Dana. you. It looks like, you know, you're excited about the future. You yes. can see it already. You're yes. heading in that direction, so. Much success, yo, and I'm glad you came on the show today. Let the people know where they can follow you. Yes,
1: follow me, please. I'm on Instagram. That's where I'm heavily active. Um, It's Bianca T. Bethune. I was going to say at Gmail. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, at Bianca T. Bethune, B-E-T-H-U-N-E. Yeah, follow me, say hey. Let me know that you guys watched the show, and I definitely will uh, send some love you in.
0: There you go, man. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, Bianca Bethune. Make sure you stay tuned for more episodes to come. And make sure you go check out that Bad Boys 3 coming in January.
1: Thank you.
0: And we out. Peace.